Yo, Josh and Matt, is that you guys? Yes, sir. What's up? Welcome to the Brendan Clemente Music Show. How are you guys tonight? Doing great, bro. Thanks for having us, man. Absolutely, man. Thanks for being on here. So everybody uh, listening, I have Josh Dominguez and Matt Booler of the reggae rock band Pacific Grown, straight out of Salinas, California. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, these guys are a growing band on the insanely hot California reggae scene. Uh, you guys are signed to Roots Musician Records with the one and only Ian Young. You've uh, you played a show with Mike Pinto last year, which is awesome, and you're getting ready to release. Uh, your brand new EP this week called Start From Scratch. So Josh is the singer and guitar player in the band, and I'm uh, I'm proud to call him a friend. And Matt is the lead guitar player in the band, and I'm proud to call him a friend as well. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys again for, for coming on and spending some time here. Yes, sir. Likewise, man. Yeah, thank you so much for having us, man. My pleasure. Um, I'd love, I, we'll definitely get into the EP and stuff. I'd love to jump right in and kind of provide as much value as possible for, um, for any of our listeners out there who might be in bands themselves that are kind of trying to grow a bit and stuff. And to give a little history, um, I've known you guys for like a couple of years now, I think. And, uh, we, we met through a mutual friend, uh, Debbie Mama Roots of California Roots. Much love, Debbie. We, we all love you. <laughs> um and we you know I, I basically got into knowing you guys because I was doing some consulting work with you and uh and we were we were kind of working through how you guys could grow as a band and how you could kind of take it to the to the next level and kind of what that meant doing and everything um hopefully I didn't let you down too hard with that you guys seem to be doing pretty awesome so I'm I'm really stoked for you um, how do you feel about everything as a band right now? Is everything going pretty well? Yeah, everything's going um, pretty well. You know, we're just growing and just trying to put out, you know, good music and just having fun ultimately. Getting the music out as far as we can, man. Absolutely. You guys seem to be doing a pretty, pretty good job of it. I mean, you guys, you guys are on some awesome shows and you're, I see your name popping up in all, uh, all my feeds with the, um, with the, basically with the new the new material and stuff and the shows you guys are playing you guys have your you guys have your ep release show uh this saturday right yeah it'll be this saturday st patrick's day brother nice and where where is that at that'll be at the xl public house uh it's in salinas in, in old town salinas i don't know uh it's gonna be right across the street from this um steinbeck center steinbeck center is actually pretty famous for being out here so it's good okay. to be in the old town and bringing some vibes Definitely, man. That's that's awesome. It's always fun rocking a hometown show, especially uh, you guys. I mean, I got to say, you guys did it on St. Patty's Day, so you guys are asking for a bit of a party crowd with that one. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot, a lot of good fun there. Definitely getting a little, a little rowdy with the reggae rock. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, going going back to kind of how how we linked up and everything. Um, I mean, we we. we about a lot of a lot of things while I was kind of doing some consulting for you about kind of I think there are things that or I, I shouldn't say I think I know there are things that tons of bands that are starting out deal with and I, I've, I've heard them from so many people um do you, do you guys remember some of the things that you guys kind of initially uh came to me with that you were that you were kind of working through at that point um and kind of how you've how you've grown out of those things or or how how you deal with those things now 
Hmm. Trying to think, you know what I mean? It's 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 more of it was just getting ourselves out there. I remember that was one of the things that we'd asked you about about like how to push our name further out. And it seems like now it's we are reaching to everybody we can, meeting more people through the gigs and going out to shows, even if we're not playing, you know what I mean? Just talking totally. to everybody, networking, man. That's how it is. It's just a big web, you know what I mean? Absolutely. That's a great that's a great way of putting it. And you guys you guys are are obviously doing awesome with the um with the you know the promotions on the ground and stuff as far as like getting out like you said getting out there to shows supporting other artists meeting other artists at their shows uh meeting the fans of those artists directly and there's there's nothing like uh like meeting someone in person and kind of you know getting to hang out with them and stuff you know i i'm a huge as you guys know i'm a huge advocate of kind of the online marketing thing and i i um you know there's a lot that can be done with with Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and every other, every other app out there right now. But um, there's still definitely a lot to be said about just networking and, and kind of meeting people in person and stuff. You know, I still don't think anything compares exactly to that, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's awesome to hear. And, um, and kind of along that similar, that similar vein, uh, I think, I think what you said about, basically just trying to get your name out there because you're, you're like, okay, we've got this music, we're writing music, we're doing all this stuff. How do we get anyone to know about us? Like besides the people we already know. Yeah. And that's, that's something that a ton of, um, a ton of bands deal with every day, you know, trying to, trying to expand the fan base. And I think, I think a lot of people, you, you guys were super receptive to it. And I could tell just cause you're, you're like genuinely nice people and that that comes across in your interactions with other people too so it it really helps to have that because i think a lot of bands kind of approach that that situation of uh of you know developing their fan base and, and networking with people i think they approach it from kind of a here here's our stuff take our cd take this this is what we do before people ever know or ask or, you know, care to hear about them. And if, if you guys, you know, if you put yourselves in that position, I don't know about you, but like when someone just sends me uh, or, or, you know, throws a link on my Facebook wall, it's like new jam, listen, they don't even say like, Hey, what's going on? <laughs> you know? It sounds um, like a robot. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's not personal. It's like, it's like if someone comes up and throws a CD at me while I'm walking down the road and says, listen, they don't even say hey or something. It's it's you know it's almost like you lose a little bit of the uh, the in person thing online. Yeah. But that being said, it goes so much further if you if you treat the people online like you're talking to them in person because these are real people, you know. And you guys you guys are really you guys are really good at that. And like I said, when we first talked about that, you were super receptive. And you know, kind of what we talked about is not you know social media isn't just a way it's not just a thing where you blast out everything like, Hey, this is what we're doing. Pay attention to us because there's a lot of noise on there. It's, it's a place where you actually go to build relationships with people. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on my, my stuff too and kind of developing my, my fan base. And honestly, like they're just people I'm friends with. Like I, I I make friends with people. I don't even think of them as fans. You know, they're just, there's like people you meet online you're like, Hey man, I, you know, I love this too. This band's awesome. Let's chat. And then kind of over time, they, they develop an interest in you as a person. Then they kind of, they'll see, Oh, Hey, you know, Josh and Matt, they're releasing some cool music. I didn't even realize they were doing that. That's awesome. They're, 
that they're into that and it just kind of goes from there yeah so um so yeah so i think that was one of the one of the most important things that we talked about and i think a lot of bands just use social media to kind of blast it and again you really um you know you really want to be using it to develop develop relationships with people i think that's the most important part of it um and then another, I remember, I remember you guys coming to me, you, you, you guys were dealing with all sorts of situations. You know, there were, there was a little bit of, um, there was a little bit of trouble booking shows and then, um, and then, you know, relationships in general. And like, you, you guys were, you, you guys were like, Hey, you know, how, how do we, how do we kind of deal with this situation that's going on right now? It, it's crazy. There's so much to worry about. And in addition to everything, you know, we're trying to book shows we're trying to, we're trying to grow ourselves. There's just a lot. Um, I think, I I think that that that's important just mentioning that because um, it it sound, you know, when I, when I gave the advice, I thought it sounded really kind of vague and high level. (laughs) Cause I was like, I was like, well, you, you you know, you kind of have to be positive. Um, And I, I was searching for a more meaningful answer to give you, you know, in that situation. But honestly, that is, that is just such a good strategy, no matter where you're at as a band. I mean, being in a band and being in the music world in general or with anything, really, you're going to deal with some shit. Like stuff's going to happen that sucks. No doubt. Like, it's just how it is. <laughs> and... Oh. um and maintaining a positive attitude and just saying, Hey, what's the best way I can deal with this now and kind of push forward. I think that that's like a huge, that's a huge thing that just that the bands need to realize like it's, it, they're going to be those situations. And if you, if you expect them and deal with them positively when they come along, then you're going to get through them. These obstacles yeah. maneuvering through them in a positive manner. Definitely. Yeah. You gotta uh, stay ready. So you don't got to get ready too. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, you kind of you kind of have to you, you you basically you know not to always expect something negative, but you know kind of be when something happens, you shouldn't be surprised, right? Uh, of course, expect for the worst, man. <laughs> you already know. Expect the worst. Or prepare <laughs> for the worst. Expect the best, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I wanted. It, yeah. it ranges to you know not all experiences are hectic with obstacles. You know, eventually you build rapport with good venues and. Uh, it's just like hanging out with old friends and getting to play a show, you know, with the good venues and stuff. So yeah, totally. That's a that's that's cool too. I'm glad you mentioned that because it. One one thing I noticed is um, is kind of this natural like, <laughs> this natural like um, I I don't know what you'd call it, but it you know it's it's a pride that musicians have that some I think sometimes hurts them, you know like. I've, I, I know, I mean, I'm not sure if it's happened to you guys, but I know like I've played shows where we were like promised an amount of money and then we got kind of screwed in the end. Um, you know, oh, yeah. I, I think lots of bands like go to that situation. They're like, we're going to do everything we can to screw this person over, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, which I get. I'm not, I'm not hating on that. I mean, I'm empathetic to people, you know, you, you don't want to just lose your pride. Right. Yeah. But, but on the other hand, like, isn't that energy spent better just not just like taking basically just taking it and being like okay cool like um we're not going to try and mess with you in the future but uh we're also not going to go out of our way to just do everything we can to get this person back you know yeah no there's none of that especially man yeah especially now you know what i mean 
Absolutely. Every, everything's connected, you know, even, even if someone isn't a good person, um, you know, I mean, everyone's connected to everyone through, you know, through a lot of different ways now. And you're only one step away or one conversation away, even talking to someone who might not be doing a great thing from someone who might really matter, you know, and you're yeah. in four years or who knows, may, you know, hopefully it's you guys that, that are at the upper end and you guys are able to say, hey, we took the high road. Here we are four years later. You know, maybe now we're not going to play your venue because we're getting better deals over over here. And, you know, you didn't treat us that well. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so so along along the line of shows. So I, I was stoked that you guys um, it, it was a, it was a while ago. It was it was at I think it was in the fall kind of time last year. But you played the show with uh, Mike Pinto, right? Yeah, we had a little run of shows actually during that time. We were on a little run with Ian Young, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, we were on a little run. That was like the, the last show of our little mini little local tour we had, which was kind of awesome. We also got to play a show with the Hyrie, too, that same Hyrie, little run. Yep. Oh, badass. Good little run. That was a good run, man. That was fun. That was a good fun one. Yeah, you got three three of the biggest musicians on the on the scene right, <laughs> right there in that run. That was a, that was a good one, man. And just meeting people along the way, you know what I mean? Even just everybody you know what i mean fans are there for different people but you still talk to everybody and it still links up to the same thing you know what i mean totally yeah absolutely and um yeah mike 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 pinto is um man he's just he's one of those cool artists uh i i you know disclaimer i'm i'm friends with mike pinto so i'm going to of course i'm going to say good things about him because i really like him but um he he's he's kind of a legend on the greater reggae scene in the sense that he's he's not really a reggae artist, you know, like he, he definitely, he definitely has that influence and he kind of caters to the things that he, the, the way his music sounds and kind of his message and stuff kind of caters a little bit to that scene. But I think he's, he's really kind of created a unique segment of the, of the genre, genre for himself, you know? Yeah. He has, yeah. Yeah. We definitely agree with you on all that, man. He's a, uh... He definitely packs a punch, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 definitely you know it's not reggae, but he's got um, you know, he just got that kind of like folk, like Philly, you know, like um, just just kind of a, a harder, a harsher tone to it, which it which is cool, you know. It's not what you're expecting to hear. It's not just like roots reggae. It's like this kind of edgier, edgier folky type thing. Very unique, definitely. And uh, yeah. aside from that, just working with him too. He's just he's like us, you know, just chill. He's super humble. Just it was great working with him. He's I just got nothing but great things to say about him. Mm -hmm. Mike Pinto. He's a good dude. Absolutely. Fans too. We love his music. So. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool, and and I mean, you guys. So you, you guys played with Pinto. You guys played with Hyrie, and you guys played with Ian Young. So I mean. Um, it, it it's cool, you know, as as a growing band to kind of play with these people. I mean, were, were you guys you guys were fans? I'm assuming of like at least some of them before you ever played a show with them, right? Oh yeah, I, if I wasn't up there, man, I'd be down there watching. Man. <laughs> you were going to that show either it's way. Been there plenty of times, you know what I mean. And being able to actually talk to them and even share the stage with them is even crazier. You know what I mean. And that just goes back to connections and everything. You know what I mean? Absolutely talking to everybody you can man and it, it goes back to you know like I, I would relate it back to the show and i i you know i'm not mentioning a particular show here but i mean a show maybe that you guys played two years ago or something that was like 
that was not a good show that you were maybe like, man, like this, this is just a shitty situation right now. And things seemed down for a second, but you guys kept pushing forward. And I mean, if you don't go through those, you're not going to get to the awesome shows where you're like, Hey, I'm playing with a band that I really love and that I idolize, you know? Oh yeah. Stepping stones, man. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's all, all part of the journey, right? Of course, man. And uh, and with with Ian Young, so you guys you guys are you guys are actually one of the early ones signed to uh, so you guys have been signed to Roots Musician Records, uh, Ian's record label for quite a while now, right? Yeah, we're going on a, a couple of years now. Um, we released our first single, Wherever You Are, uh, back in 2016 in March. Mm-hmm. Nice, man. That's awesome. And then since since then, you guys have been releasing on uh, on Roots Musician, right? Yeah, I've been working on an EP, let the, the single go out, you know what I mean, while we were working on our EP. Uh, we were working with Ian along the way, you know what I mean? This is our little baby and everything. Yeah. So, um, just every little every little thing he can say about it and helping us tweak it and just advice, man, you know what I mean? Being able to work with him, he's he's a he's a mastermind for sure. Definitely, man. He he produces some some really amazing stuff. And to get to get that kind of input, I mean that's that's huge, especially for, for a younger band, you know, like to, to have, have someone kind of mentoring like that, like, you know, say, Hey, you know, this is, this is how it can sound even cooler. This is what, you know, this is what you can add to it. That's, that's huge. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. And he helped us along the whole way, you know, not only um, mixing and mastering um, the, the EP, but um, giving us that consulting as well. You know, and stuff. Yeah. It was really good. You know, he, he's a awesome, humble guy. We're glad to call him a friend. You know, he treated us so well. And, you know, just nothing but great things to say about Ian as well. Zach, too. Mr. Zach, Zach Reed, Mr. Man. Zach Reed, too. He, can't yes. he manages Ian and uh, yeah. all those musician records as well. So, yeah, not, Zach Reed, too, is amazing, brilliant, brilliant guy. That's awesome. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, I've definitely, I've chatted with him a few times. He's a super, he's a, he's a New Yorker, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a New Yorker, bro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a really, really cool guy. I've definitely had a couple conversations with him. We've, we've talked, um, talked shop a little bit and he's just a really, he's a really nice guy who seems to, you know, seems to know what he's doing, getting bands out there and stuff. So that's, that's cool that you guys, it's just really awesome that you guys link, you know, it's, it's, it's super important that you link up with someone in the scene that's, that, you know, has that kind of exposure and stuff, because that's, that's such a it's such a you know good association you know to be to be working with someone who's done done so much um, done so much on the scene in general you know oh yeah for sure so you guys um, so you guys have the new the new EP technically drops tomorrow you were saying right it's it's like nine nine p.m. Pacific twelve a.m. Yeah, midnight you know what I mean midnight Friday morning but California is get a little little sneak peek you know what I mean get a little early yes yes definitely. Yeah. Ah, it's awesome, man. And you guys, uh, you guys are pretty stoked on it. I assume you guys have been, you guys have been working on it for a little while. Oh yeah, this is our baby, man. <laughs> Everything That's we awesome. can think of, man, has been putting into this little EP, man. It's 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 cool how that works. You know, when you're when you're writing something, you you kind of 
you put your like whole heart and soul and and energy into it and then you kind of like it, it's it's almost like hard to like call it done at some point and send it off into the world you're like yeah. you, be, you know should it be any more should we do it like we're gonna be how... 900 instruments on this song we're not done bro <laughs> once you get up to 300 different tracks on there you're like all right is it, does it sound a little busy <laughs> one more time one more time <laughs> When did uh when when did you guys like uh when did you actually start writing it like I mean so and and even more so than that like what do you, do you guys have a normal writing process like it, does it usually start with one of you on acoustic and then you bring it to band or like how how does that work? Um, for me, um, I I usually um I do our songwriting and um you know just start off with an acoustic and i write the songs and it generally goes off what i feel you know and stuff you know if i'm in love i'm gonna write a love song if i want to party write a party song yeah <laughs> very simple approach and stuff and um it just kind of comes to me I, my my approach to writing music is probably very unethical but it's what works for me you know and everyone's different yeah but it just hits me and i'm like i gotta go get my guitar and write some stuff down and <laughs> come into me <laughs> I definitely know that that feeling. Um, you know, it's crazy that happens to me. It's happened to me while I'm recording lately. Is I'll I'll be working on a song and I'll be trying to figure it out and I'll like play something that I really like but that doesn't fit with that song and then I like get distracted and I start like a new song. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a riff for a new song. <laughs> does that does that thing ever does that happen to anyone else? I mean, is that I I can't I can't believe that I would be the only one that that would happen to, but. Yeah, when you get in a zone, man, you get in a zone, especially, you know what I mean? Especially when making music, you know what I mean? It's like when you're craving Mexican food and you're actually going for it, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> craving it, man, you know what I mean? It's it's happening, right? Yeah, there's it's no, happening. There's no stopping it. Everything sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is your guy what is your guys' favorite uh favorite Mexican food to order? What's your, what are your favorite dishes? Oh man, yeah. Oh, I can go for everything, man. You know, I'm I'm a sucker for costillas. Keep, keep it to keep it to the five or less list. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be costillas, man. Okay, okay. Yeah, or nopales. That's gonna be another good one too. And how like I like you just you just said that, and you sound so much more authentic than I sound ever ever saying anything that's on a Mexican menu. <laughs> so what was, what was what was the first one? Uh, the first one is going to be costillas. It's like ribs. Oh, see, I don't you know even know mean? if like, I knew I'll about that. that. And then they'll put the nopales in it. So it'll be a cactus in it with it. And it's actually pretty it's a good. Cactus man. in ribs. Yeah, cactus and ribs and like a little salsa, man. It's you got to get yourself some, man. That, that is unbelievable. I've never, I've never even like heard. Of, I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm still learning the difference between a burrito and a taco. I'm from New Hampshire, you know. Millionaires, <laughs> oh, bro. You need a weekend out here. You'll be, you'll be. <laughs> We're out there in San Diego too. They got some amazing Mexican food out there. Oh, as yeah, well, yeah man. Yeah, I, I did. I, I honestly, like, I, I, I was, I was shamefully. I was shamefully ignorant to what Mexican food was before I moved to San Diego. Like it, 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 it's mind blowing how little I knew about it. And it's something I didn't even know I, you know, I was missing that much of. And I moved here and I was like, oh my God, like, you know, where, where are the 24 hour burrito stands in New Hampshire? Where, where are those? In the <laughs> you guys want a business idea? taco truck driving around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys want a business idea. Driving around for four hours looking for a taco truck at two in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You guys want a good business idea? You uh, 
you, you move up to the Northeast and just, just put a simple 24 hour taco stand, uh, burrito stand up in any college town and you're going to be the biggest business in town overnight. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And then a uh, Pacific going place from eight thirty to nine thirty. Yeah, there you night. go. You guys can book yourself. Every taco you get. No. <laughs> You have to, then you have to deal with the club owners. You guys are just direct to the source. <laughs> yeah, sure. we, we have the tour bus and the van and the trailer, and then we got the taco truck right behind us. Man, <laughs> that, you, did, you just took it to a new level. That's I'm, I'm going to steal that business idea from you. do it, bro. I need some free tacos. <laughs> oh, man. So, so Selena, I – I mean, Salinas is up, and this is this is my um, geography kind of coming into terrible play. But so Salinas is obviously up near uh, near Monterey and stuff. Um, I guess it would be considered Central Coast, California. Yeah, a little Central Coast. Yeah, for sure, definitely more more inwards. You know what I mean from Monterey. Okay, a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's it's such a it's such a cool area up there, and it's like. It's a different area of California. Like, you know, when I moved to San Diego, it was like all kind of beaches and bikes and palm trees and stuff. And there there you can find that up in that area, but it's it it's a totally different vibe too. And I don't I don't even really know how to describe it, but the whole Monterey area just like just fascinates me how how kind of different and cool it is up there. I mean, it, it probably seems normal to you guys. You guys grew up there, right? Oh yeah, it's free inspiration being out here, man. Yeah, yeah, it's just um, yeah. just a little, a little more. I'm trying to think of the right word for it. it it's a little more. Um, I don't know, humble is the right word, but it, it's like you get you get a little bit more of the the kind of nature thing, and like kind of you guys obviously have some weather up there. It's not always just sunny and seventy five, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, we, uh, our area is very to what, what I've learned is I say it's diverse. Mm -hmm. You know, it can be, you can be at the beach or, you know, strolling out here to Salinas. Um, you know, you start seeing agriculture and fields and stuff. And then if you want to get lost in the woods, we've got Big Sur, Santa Cruz as well. That's about 30 minutes. So away, many, so, so many awesome parks up there too, man. Just like, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, uh, yeah, Big Sur is insane. And I, I did, uh, I did Yosemite a couple of years ago. That was beautiful, man. I like, it's hard to imagine. It still blows my mind that a place like that exists. Like it, it's so insanely beautiful. It's like the whole thing is a picture. Man. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, it is. And that, that's yeah, actually a postcard everywhere, bro. That's, that's exactly it. That's how I describe it to my friends who haven't been there yet. I, I told them because I I uh, I got actually ironically I got into photography a little this year but like two years ago when I went I knew nothing about photography and I took pretty crappy pictures in general and I went there and I took like a picture I was hardly even trying on and it came out looking like a postcard and I was like oh my god I was like, so when I described to my friends I'm like you can be the worst photographer in the world if you pick a camera or a phone up or anything and point it in a direction. You're almost guaranteed to get like a breathtaking shot there. Like that's how oh, yeah. naturally beautiful it is. Oh yeah, even the last picture on a disposable camera, bro, will get you a good. Yes, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so so like back to kind of being being from Salinas and everything. I mean, how 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 do you think that's 
you, you said it's endless inspiration. Like how, how has the area kind of influenced your music? Like, well, how did how'd you guys get into reggae rock? Like when, when did that happen? Oh man, that started for, for me, um, probably like at 12 or 13, um, you know, being close to Santa Cruz, there's a band called the Expendables. Oh yeah. And, uh, hearing them on local radio stations, playing live acoustics and just releasing their music with local station, you know, that's where it started with me. Of course, Sublime too, you know, I had an older brother and sister that would, you know, play it and stuff. So just, um, you know, influenced by them. So that's what definitely got me to reggae rock. That's awesome. Yeah, the exp- so the Expendables are they're they're from they're from up in your neck of the woods, right? And I I again I'm I'm just outing myself as such a terrible person with geography. They're they're from around that area though, right? Like yeah, they're smacked up Santa Cruz, bro, <laughs> Capitola, Santa Cruz. Very cool. So you were you were here in the Expendables when you were when you were twelve or thirteen, Matt? Um, it was actually uh, me, Josh. Oh uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. actually 14, 13, 14. Okay. That's okay. transition to high school. <laughs> yeah, that's a hell of a transition. Yeah. And I, I didn't find them until I moved out to California, really. I was I was kind of, besides Sublime, I was kind of ignorant to most of the, most of the really kind of growing uh, reggae rock scene. Until, until I hit SoCal, I wasn't really exposed to all those bands that had kind of been on the rise since, you know, 2006, 2007, 2008, so um yeah it's really that's really cool and i'm i'm really i'm really happy seeing the scene kind of kind of grow and get bigger and turn into turn into something nice where where lots of the lots of music i think is inspiring people to kind of be be better people in general you know like kind of <laughs> not not to be too yeah. idealistic I, but you know kind of that sick it, it's got a it's got a sense of that like 60s vibe where it's like hey peace man like we're you know we're just trying to try and do our thing and be happy right yeah hit this joint chill out yeah bro. exactly <laughs> <laughs> if reggae, well, if reggae so, had a slogan we're here together man we all got to deal with each other man. yeah exactly so, like, might as well make a good time with it yeah, right if our scene had a slogan that would probably be it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's cool it's cool seeing the cali reggae stuff and i i i don't know i mean i i i I'm like hesitant to even to even get into it, but I mean, I I know that there's like there's a thing too with like how Cali reggae almost kind of took over like the the original roots reggae and stuff, and I I don't see it. I I just maybe I'm just like an optimist. I I don't look at it like that. I understand. I definitely understand that that's like a a stigma around it, but. To me, it's a bunch of people that were so inspired by that original stuff. You know, like if you look back to Sublime and, and stuff like that, you, know, you just get people that are so stoked on something. They're like, this is amazing music. Now I'm going to take it and put my little my little addition on it. You know, it, it's not it's not like we want to just take it and use it for our good and not and kind of forget the meaning of it. But it's 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 more just an evolution of it you know it, it's getting to more people that the original messages i think are just being amplified through a different kind of means now you know yeah different different waves bro you know what i mean everybody's gonna add a little salt and pepper to it you know yeah saying? it's all, all got the same message behind it is all that matters you know what i mean absolutely that's all i'm saying you know what i mean yeah it's aside, aside, we're also big roots fans as well we love roots. oh right? yeah music, absolutely you know? yeah. Okay, you know if it wasn't for that music we wouldn't be playing our style of music. Yeah, you know, stepping stuff. Totally. Yeah, it's uh, 
yeah like yeah it's just kind of a like natural progression of it and you know i know of course there'll be people that like it and don't like it and stuff but i i really you know it just really resonated with me and and the cool the cool thing about it is even if you have two classic roots musicians those two musicians and their bands are going to sound different because and that's just one of the awesome things about music i think in general is you can get two different people playing the exact same song and it could come out completely different sounding just because everyone even, you know, just playing guitar, everyone has their own kind of way of hitting the strings and stuff, you know, and their own little, their own little kind of vibes with it. So it's, it's just amazing. It's a universal language, bro. Absolutely. Definitely universal language, right? You can, anybody can hear no matter if it's in Spanish or in, you know what I mean? French, English, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're gonna feel the get vibe. down with the vibe. Yeah, you're gonna feel the vibes for sure. You know absolutely. What I mean? No, that's that's absolutely true. I <laughs> I played for sure. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just saying for sure, man. That's you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I played a little bit of uh my my old band's uh, music for for some of our some of our some of the people at our resort um i just got back from my honeymoon recently and um we were we were in thailand for a little bit and uh i played them some of my old bands like punk reggae stuff and the the resort staff were so into it they were just like you know they i I don't even know if they knew they probably didn't know what we were saying but they were just like they're just stoked on it like hey it's a cool vibe you know yeah, it's live music, man. You know what I mean? Not too many people do live music anymore, man. Everybody's buying computers, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And li- live music is, you know, it's becoming the thing, too. It's the experience because now, you know, it, it's – it's I, I'm i I'm a big fan. Uh, I, I have to say I, I'm a big fan of, like, using streaming services and stuff. Like, I, I totally use streaming services, and I, you know, I know some people won't like that as much. I will say that, like – I, I definitely I definitely go out of my way to try and support artists. I think like by buying a CD at a show or a shirt or whatever, um, whenever whenever I get the chance. But I'm definitely a fan of um, of the streaming stuff too. But like like we kind of started the conversation with there's there's the networking on Facebook and like becoming friends with people, which is awesome. I love that. But there's nothing like the live experience, you know. There's nothing like seeing the guys in the band get ready for the show and hanging out with them before and shooting the shit and stuff. Like that's that's something really special. And I I think I think a lot of people still, I mean, at least in San Diego, I, I don't know about all over the place, but I a lot of people here still love going out for live music, you know. Oh yeah, dude. It's, there's nothing better than that, especially if got a good venue with the good vibes and, and the good sound system going man the bass pushing man there is nothing better than that man absolutely i completely completely agree and um yeah so you guys so you guys have your um you guys have your ep release coming out this week ep release party saturday on saint patrick's day which is definitely um definitely going to be epic and um just in kind of winding down here i mean if you i i've I've seen you guys now that i've known you for a while i mean i've I've seen you kind of coming up and growing as musicians and stuff um what what would each of i'd like to hear kind of from from each one of you if if you could like leave listeners with a little kind of a little piece of inspiration just for, for anyone maybe that's in a band that's, um, that's trying to grow and is wondering like, Hey man, how'd, you know, how'd you guys get to where you are? 
Uh, what what would just be kind of general pieces of advice that you would you would have for them, or even if it's someone not in a band listening, um, just something that that's kind of inspiring that you think is gonna gonna get people to kind of pursue what they want to do, and and you know really kind of pay a little more attention to their dreams, maybe, and not so much a life that they were maybe sold on for a long time, but are now kind of ready to ready to do do their own thing, you know. Yeah, for sure. One thing is 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 definitely having fun with it. You know what I mean? Because you got to have fun to to it, at first. You know what I mean? Because if, if it becomes a headache or something like that, then it, it doesn't become fun. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So definitely keep being out there, having fun with it. Go as far as you can out there as a person, as a band. Um, putting your face out there, not just the music, but a face to the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So if they see you, you're like, oh, that's Josh or Matt from Pacific Grown or, you know what I mean? Or so it's actually a face to the music. So it's not just, oh, who's Pacific Grown or, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Being there, don't stop and like, don't let anybody tell you anything. It's different sound or nothing like that, man. It's music is music, man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You got something that, that you got and you feel it, then just go with it. You know what I mean? And obviously someone else is going to vibe off that for sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because nobody's gonna feel it other than you if you're playing that instrument. You know what I mean. So I, I really, I really love the uh, what you mentioned about having fun with it too. And I think, I think that's important. Kind of, kind of related to what we talked about toward the beginning. But I mean, the the reality is like not every part of it is fun. Like there, there are so many parts that are headaches. Oh, yeah, there, there's sure. craziness going on stuff. But it comes back to if you love doing it enough, you will have. That's it gives it you it yep. gives you the perseverance to say, "Hey, this part sucks, but I love this so much that I'm doing love every it so day." Much, yeah. yeah, and you're, yeah, you build off it, and you keep yeah, going, you push man. it, you, you know, push off push it, it, you push through the shitty moments, you know. Yeah, and you just build off that. You know what I mean? There, there's, you just keep going. You know what I mean? That's all it is. You keep going. You play shows, man. Being out there, put your name out there, man. Meet new people. More people you know, the further your stuff gets out there, man. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And any uh, any other any other advice for all the uh, all the aspiring artists and dreamers out there? Um, you know, just um, you know, just have like Matt said. You know, ultimately, just have fun with it, and um, you know, just you know, own your craft and um, keep diligent on your music and stuff. You know, we're very critical on our music and what we put out and stuff. So definitely, that's it. Just practice and. Uh, you know, on the show ends, you know, just stay positive when there's negative environments and appreciate the good environments because they make you uh, humble and handle the bad ones, yep. you know, so that's it. Just have fun, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Comes comes back to really, really uh, just enjoying what you do, you know. In... It's the passion, bro. You know what I mean? The, the passion will, will overpass everything else. You know what I mean? Your passion will just keep driving you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think that's a, I think that's a huge, a huge thing. And I think a lot of people will, um, you know, whether you're going to take the advice or not people listening, um, it, it really is huge. You're, there's no doubt you're going to hit roadblocks. There's no doubt you're going to have setbacks. One of the best ways to push through those is to know that you, with all your heart, that you kind of love doing what you're doing. And, um, you know, I don't think it could have been said better. I think that that's kind of what propels you through the crappy moments. Um, you just have to really, at your core, love what you're doing. Because if you don't, 
I, I think, I think, uh, I think a lot of bands, man, I, I would, I, I would go as far as saying that a lot of bands that break up kind of break up because the reality of what they're pursuing gets, gets them to the point where they ask themselves, is this, is this worth it anymore? Like it becomes a serious question on their mind. Like, is what I'm doing worth it? And for people who, who truly, you know, kind of push past that edge and stuff, those are the artists that you see that really, or at least a good portion of them that, that get out there and that make it, they're, they're the bands that kind of grew past those doubts and said, yeah, it is worth it. Cause this is what I love doing. This is what I'm going to do every day, the rest of my life. And I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to keep working toward it. And I, I love I love to see that you guys are still still out there and cruising um and yeah going on what this this year like fourth fourth year together now uh, what's the date today Yeah you got you guys have been together for a while now and I mean I I I really hope uh, I, one I hope that I keep podcasting for the next ten years. I hope that I'm still doing this too and and doing my music thing because I I love both of them and I um you know I I hope that I can have you guys on ten years and that we can look back on this and say holy crap dude that's the show where you know they were they were just still they were still kind of, you know you guys you guys are on your path but you're you still have a while to go too. And like, it's a really cool spot. And that's, I think a lot of musicians are there. And I'm, I'm, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm talking to you guys in 10 years at the same time on the podcast and saying, Hey man, congrats on uh, selling out Red Rocks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause even I remember the last time talking to you was a little bit ago, you know what I mean? Like me personally, this is mad. I don't, maybe like a few months back, even if that, you yeah. know what I mean? And all just, and then now I'm talking to you about an EP release coming out. You know what I mean? It's just before my eyes, even personally. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, this is happening. You know what I mean? So if anybody has a little dream out there, a little twinkle in their eye, man, it, it's, it, it can, if you can see it, it, it can be there. Totally. You know what I mean? That's, that's definitely, if your little heart feels it, man, you keep going and no one else is going to stop your little heart, man. Because that's how I feel, man. Absolutely, man. That's, that's the, uh, that's, stuff doesn't spin overnight. It, you know, it takes work and it's going to take years. Oh, yeah. What you want to be and what you want to do with it, you know? Um, and, you know, one of the best things, Brendan, is um, we were your students in your program called Successful Band. And your consulting bros definitely helped out so much and just yep. helped us maneuver these obstacles and these things. So we thank you so much, Brendan. Oh, dude. The- it, was, it, was an- it was my uh, my pleasure. And like I said, I hope you guys got some, got some good value. I... I'm I'm one of those people that's uh, <laughs> I I love I love everything you know I I seem to everything I pick up I seem to love and I you know it's one of those things that I had a lot of fun with and I'm like you know maybe sometime in the future I'll I'll pick it back up because I know there's a lot of good good information to go around but in the meantime I think I think this can kind of help help you know just like having these conversations in front of all the listeners and people people that end up listening to this. I'm hoping that this can kind of um, help be a, be a, 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 you know, the successful bands 2.0 kind of people. People can come here and listen to me talking with, with real bands like yourselves and actually talking about the issues and the things that, um, you know, and the, the positives and just kind of everything. What it's like to 
go through the journey of being uh being a musician you know oh yeah for sure well, everybody, again, this is uh, this is Pacific Grown, uh, Salinas, California. For anyone who doesn't know, definitely check them out. They are releasing their new EP on all digital platforms. It's going to be amazing. Um, you can you can pick it up pretty much if you're online. You can pick it up. Check them out on check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and everything like that. And um, guys, it was such a such a pleasure chatting with you. Um, I hope that I get to see you guys up at Cali Roots or or at least something this year. I got to make a trip up to that area. So, um, yeah, come here, man. You definitely. know, I, I got you some costillas and tacos. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I gotta try them. I gotta try them. Now that I've found out about a new Mexican food, we'll never be back Cali Roots. Man. Cali Roots on the corner. Expanding my my humble uh, New England culture. <laughs> And we love your guys' clam chowder. There you go. We, we do that well. <laughs> All right, guys. Much love. You have a wonderful evening, and I will uh, I will chat with you soon. I'm stoked to listen to the new stuff. Yes, sir. Thank you for everything, man. Thank you, Brandon. My pleasure. Much love. See you guys. Much love.